I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back to Trend Lightly. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Malls. How are you? Dude, his uh, fetish thing I found out about this week is pretty crazy. So did you see the spaghetti video when it went viral? Yeah, I did. And it's insane. And I, so it, you know how I am. And I just, you know, we don't need to go down this road, but we can talk about yeah, the Yeah, you're old. You're bad at the internet. Is no, this what this no, is? no. Oh, food. Not what it is? Food. Yeah, sort of. The, okay. Remember the time that girl found another apartment inside of her apartment, and yeah, I was, I was triggered by all the clutter in her bathroom. This yes. is this is akin to that because it's it's wasting food. It's making a huge mess on purpose with food. That someone has to clean up. So yes, I saw the spaghetti on the marble countertop video. Also, marble, I think, pretty reactive to um, acidic acids. Oh yeah, everything that they do, and there's a couple that I have linked here for you. Josh and Lisa yes. are the names of these domestic terrorists, and I disgusting. looked into it. So there's all these people that are famous on Facebook that you nor I would ever know. No. Maybe the person listening to this doesn't know it. Maybe they're familiar with it because they know people in their life that would be interested in this. 
But this is for mostly people who haven't seen much in their life, I would guess. People who are into this. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's the idiocratization of our society. Like, this is so fucking stupid. And it's such a waste of three minutes of your life. But it's viral. So that means people are seeing it. They're encountering it. They find it interesting or funny or crazy or something, and they share it with other human beings. They go, I want someone else to see this thing that I've just seen because it's so amazing. And that's just sad because it's not amazing or interesting or funny or anything worth even discussing or talking about. Okay, so like, let's talk about the idea of people who make these Facebook videos to begin with, right? There's breakout stars in any category. Um, One thing that was really interesting with Vine was that a bunch of really kind of cool alt comedians came from there. Also, we have the David Dobricks of the world that, you know, were flourishing. Then we also have the (laughs) then we also have like the Jake Paul, Logan Paul sort of like, oh, I fell sketch comedy type stuff like the bitches be like that really blew up. On there. I'm going to go to the Great Wall of China and I'm going to walk into a giant crowd of people and my buddy's going to be there with a camera and I'm going to do the splits. Right. And it's going to get 10 million views. So like any sort of entertainment out there, there's people who are drawn to this sort of thing. And on Facebook, these things live like crazy. One, because Facebook has an untraditional system of counting views that's basically rigged. I think that this is something that's They've been held up. This has been held up quite a bit for them in terms of like you have to look at this problem. So basically, if you even scroll past a Facebook video, you're giving it a view. So oh, these- well, that's because because you can buy likes on Facebook, right? Like it's not. I mean, you can buy likes on anything, but their Facebook's upfront about it. They're like, do a campaign, and you can get this many likes. Well, if you it's give not us, even you know. about likes. It's like so. Let's say you have a Facebook video. There's people out there, comedians, uh, preachers, anything, that they have their Facebook video up and it counts views anytime someone scrolls past it. So even scroll past it and it starts to play for five seconds, it counts as a view. So then what these people can go do is say, hey, I'm the biggest comedian on social media, but really they're just big on Facebook because stupid people share them a lot. Yes. And then people scroll past them. Um, It's just basically, it's a way to like undermine, I would say, almost the YouTube view system, which I think is considered to be the industry standard. Right. Good point. But yeah, so these people, we're living in an OnlyFans era, right? Like, if you can't just go out and do that, what are ways that you can participate in some sort of like pornography that's legal? Totally. It's that's that's 100 percent what's happening here. And it wasn't till I saw these TikToks because I was like, what is this? It's just stupid. Right. It's it's just a dumb thing. And people like dumb things. But of course, like everything else that happens on the Internet, there's someone is jerking off to this. So let's start out with this spaghetti video that went viral. A lot of people were I mean, honestly, this is sort of a. uh you have to know to know sort of thing. Like everyone was sharing this just completely outraged at this spaghetti 
situation that's going on. I'm going to play you or we're going to play a nacho situation after just yeah, to get in the, there. But let's, let's play start the, with the spaghetti. Sp- yeah, because people might not know what this is. So let's let's play it. Right. And everybody's seen it. Right. Except except maybe you haven't. So should we describe They're They're pouring and it's malls. I would say most people probably haven't seen it. Hopefully they're pouring yeah, I would, I would like agree. Costco size pregos out onto yeah. the counter. I mean, this is. This is like basically this is the makings of you could feed 200 people at a church with this after a mass, you know, for like $3 yeah. a plate. You feed all the families. You put that towards, I don't know, the priest's rehab or whatever. This yes. is, uh, yeah, it's um starts out with some prego right on the granite. Do you want to start with, I, I know that you have feelings about this. I got a whole bunch of feelings. So one thing that I think is an important detail here is it's a very nice kitchen. Right. It's not it's not my the kitchen in my sad apartment. It is a nice kitchen in a nice home and the counter is marble. And this is 100% they might not know OC it. money. This is like very yes. I when I see this I clocked OC right away. Very much so. This could be like Real Housewives of OC, Coto de Casa, maybe somewhere Newport Beach. But this is these are new money people. But they're using Prego spaghetti sauce, the cheapest spaghetti sauce. Like if you're gonna if and part of part of the deal is it's women, right? It's women that are pretty, that are dressed nicely in a nice kitchen. Why not step it up and get the fucking Rayos? Well, because or even I think- Classico. I think that might be part of the appeal is that like it's so off brand. So these right. women are like, you know, upper middle class, well-groomed white women with the diamond earrings and the well-done nails. Like this is the type of thing that is gross enough when they're doing it. But if it was like a person that appeared unhygienic in an unhygienic kitchen, yeah. this would be this would this would be a nightmare. This is going viral. And by the way, there are, I believe they are the originator of a few things that took off over quarantine, oh, like the counter Josh nachos. And Lisa? Yes, counter nachos became a thing yeah. where yeah. you pour a bunch of chips on a table, you heat up, you put, yeah. um, you fill the center with beef, I think, loose beef. Yes, yes. And you loose pour beef. some that melted cheese show. on there. And uh, well, we'll save it for our ultimate task at the end because. Yeah, because I've seen that. And by the way, by the way, that's not nachos. Like if the cheese on your nachos is queso, if it's if it's um, liquid disgusting. Velveeta. W- yeah, that's not nachos. Nachos are melted cheese. You want to see nachos? Go check out my guy Guy Fieri's trash can not- nachos recipe. That's okay. how you make nachos. You don't use fucking wet cheese to make nachos. Nacho boss over here. Well, listen, no. I'm not even trying to be classist because, listen, I know so many people are going to be, I love those nachos, blah, blah, blah. You're fine. Love those nachos. Yeah. That's You went to Little League. That's great. You go to a baseball yeah. game, sometimes a movie, maybe that hits the spot. You're a little bit of a stony baloney. You get the nachos. Sure. Never been my move, but I don't respond to cheese in that setting. No, 
No, I'm. I mean, I will eat that cheese, and I guess the Dodger Stadium nachos are the are the liquid cheese like that. But that's a whole different thing. You're dipping there. You're, that's a dipping situation. It's a chip and dip that you're doing, and I'll fuck with it. I just don't pour liquid cheese over chips and tell people I'm not giving them nachos. Home. Not at no. home. Not like at home. Like the idea of that being at home is what's crazy to me. Like that's you know exactly. It's for like a venue. You eat those in an amusement yes. park. Yes, movie you don't theater, need that. something. Right. Yeah. But something along those lines. Okay. Yeah. So they're doing this. I will say that I think this entire thing is yeah. racist. Also, there's what an aspect of it. Yes. To me, there's an aspect to it where maybe it's more, maybe it's racist and classist a little bit. Yes. I know what you're saying. But there's like an element to it where if this was not a pretty white woman that that made this look absurd. Yeah. Then people wouldn't be in on the bit. And like it's just I think that that's the appeal is it's like you're watching this mommy type do something that's so uncool like this like PTA mom is fucking up this spaghetti yeah. I mean let's watch it it's it's just absurd let's uh start playing the audio though because I feel it's important to this is actually will almost be better in in a audio medium because yeah they'll be forced the to image focus is disgusting. on the noises Yes. Yeah, that's a really good Which point. Which is when you're masturbating, your eyes crap. are shut, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's fun. It's all just right in front it's of you. Fun. You don't have to worry about dishes or a mess or anything like that. It's on your countertop. Yeah, this is the this is how it works. But it's all over your counter. And then the so, hey, somebody with, somebody with with marble countertops, reach out to us uh, on Twitter, somewhere. DM, it doesn't matter. Email. But... Uh, I've there's, never had what I was just going to say they're somewhat porous, right? Yes, I've never had marble countertops, but it's my understanding that they can be stained very easily by acids, lemon juice, tomato sauce. Right. It's it, they're ruining is this malls is this like a porno situation where they've where they've rented someone's high-end kitchen or even uh, worse we're getting to the same mental level right now i was thinking the exact same thing we are in stride right now right remember yep. remember that time remember that time we reviewed for mother may I sleep with podcast we reviewed the um the kfc colonel sanders origin story movie with mario lopez of course and we we determined that they rented one location and had it serve as several. They rented a big ass house out in Riverside somewhere, and they had it serve as the country club, as the restaurant. They made they use different rooms for different things. That's what's going on here. They've they've either rented the house or they've talked somebody they knew into be. They're like, hey, your dad's away next week. Let us come in and shoot a video there, and the and the person doesn't know that they're ruining their countertop. You know what would not surprise me? If they Tell were me. realtors. Oh my fucking God. Of course they're realtors. Yeah. Josh and Lisa? Josh and Lisa. They gotta be realtors. They gotta is, be. Is, yes. Is there so, anything more disgusting than a husband-wife real estate team? 
I just don't. Honestly. Here's the thing. Listen, I am not yeah. one to judge. Just kidding. Of course I am. I am. We all listen to this yeah. podcast. At the same right. time, it feels a little, it feels extra, extra. Like, it sure. almost feels worse than like a husband and wife comedy writing team. Which is like truly cursed. That's cursed energy. Of course. course. That's so cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll play the video. You need a meet the balls. Meet the balls. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. The improv is so bad. The improv is so bad. Can we just address that too? The way that they're talking to each other, I don't believe it. You don't believe it. A meet the balls? And horrible, horrible. Uh, Italian accent mocking uh, one of the one of the great nationalities. Dude, she's gonna do some stolen valor in a bit. I don't think you can call it stolen valor if you claim to be Italian, sure but she's right. doing some stolen valor where she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Italian." Uh you are, ma'am. If you are Italian, no. they don't claim you. I totally agree with you. So now, now they've poured. Prego, this is for the audience. They've poured Prego all over this marble. And it's, by the way, this is this isn't a kitchen island. This is, they're on the island. They've covered the entire island with with Prego spaghetti sauce. And now they're they're dumping meatballs into the sauce. And Malls, I recognize these meatballs because these are the bag meatballs mm-hmm. that you buy, that you give to young children to eat. Okay, they're the, they're right. those... Right. They're those spongy microwave meatballs. They're they're usually made of turkey, which turkey can fuck off. I mean, I'll I'll eat it in a sandwich, but a turkey meatball, a turkey a, don't even fuck Sometimes with me on turkey go bacon. Lean. Sometimes you got to go no, lean. No, no turkey bacon no, is actually supposed less. to be turkey bacon is supposed to be not good for you. Yeah, because it's it has so much sodium to give it flavor. So what also, they're doing they now is like anything they try to force into a shape, it's not. Yes, of course, processed. They're they're dumping disgusting spongy meatballs. They're the kind of meatballs that would never be in a spaghetti and meatballs. No, they they're look just like loose. An, they look like um yes. when you order um well I wouldn't order this but like when you're talking sure. to some like gross guy and like certainly no guy you would hook up with would do this but maybe his roommate right. orders yes. we get some dominoes to the house right <sighs> and yeah. the roommate yeah. goes cheeseburger pizza I'm gonna hit it oh, with some stop. meatballs I'm gonna hit it stop. with some bacon and it's gonna be a cheeseburger oh. pizza oh. stop um and those little meatballs are yes. so dry. They look like yes. cat treats. That's exactly what yes. they are. These are the XL yes. version of the sad meatballs that come. You know who would yes. who would uh who by the way is breaking my heart? Papa John. Cuz oh, Papa John he, well, is out here flirting. He, by the way, Papa John is thirst yeah. trapping on TikTok. And I thought he I was mean, supposed to be in some sort of like therapy slash like, you know, rehab slash PR training because, you know, I'm trying to date him. I am. Once he's rehabbed, I am trying to date John. So I mean, I don't think we've gone wide with this, but you have had dreams. I had one dream uh, where he gave me a, a fatherly kiss at an yeah. NFL game. Because mm-hmm. I was worried I couldn't find my seats. Yeah. 
he he kissed you and now that's I turned into, into something Papa more john and he uh i ran into him and i wrapped my arms around him and he held my head to his chest and i looked up to thank him and he gave me a fatherly kiss i um i'm being haunted yeah, by papa john in my dreams he's but now f- from that dream now you want to date him it started well, with a fatherly kiss. I think kiss. that he's rich. And I also, you know, yeah, I is. am a listener of the H3 podcast. And I found out that he was dating someone because he got a divorce after the whole, yeah. you know, being fired for being a racist thing. And by the way, I don't want to date a racist. I want to date a reformed Papa John. And I want to be clear about well, that. No, no. Tea was spilled on that. They, I know the tea wide. was spilled on that, Brian. I it was spilled on that, but I don't know if everyone knows it. So I didn't want to like... I didn't want to be like, oh, yeah, Papa John's exonerated. Uh, although I do he, kind of feel, yeah. I mean, I, he is he is from Louisville, and he did also recently come out and say that he spent 20 months um, coaching himself to not ever say the N-word again. <laughs> he he went through, he went through a lot. He took a journey, a 20-month journey to free himself of that word in his vocabulary. But the thing he got canceled for where he got fired from his own company. It was. No, he, it was entrapment, dude. Those yes. people, I heard it. It made me sick. Because it was some guy being like, I really don't care if he just like fucking quits. Like if we just fucking fire him, we throw it out to the press. Like the, it just honestly, it made me sick. It was such dark corporate culture. And I was like, well, what did Papa do? To deserve right? this. Now, maybe Papa has some sort of personality issue we don't sure. know about. And well, there was a reason why, you know, he, maybe a real Chrissy Teigen type. We'll get to that story next. He he does call himself Papa. So well, that's that's Papa. a concern. He is the Papa. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's continue let's with the video. Let's plow through. Okay. Oh, my. Right in line. Gosh. And you've done this before. Oh, yeah. We do this all the time. This is like... Holy literally. smokes. Lies. This the is fastest so way. Cool. Fastest way. Get the you fuck out of here. There's a... People. Oh, here they come with Should the parm. Yep. Now, look. So malls. they're... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, buy the, I buy the good shaved Parmesan at Costco. Same. But when I see them dumping the the powdered hardly any cheese in it parmesan i'm kind of like it's like brings back a childhood memory and i gotta be honest i get a little can you hear this i I feel this my mouth's watering a little bit way dude i know it slaps a little bit right like also the um it does the taste of a ragu uh that brings me back to like cooking for myself as a I guess maybe latchkey yes. kid is a lavish Same. version of the terminology. You know, when I used to like make myself breakfast at 8 a.m. Yes. And sometimes I'd be yeah. like, I'm going to be eating some spaghetti for breakfast this morning. So yeah. ragu hits me real hard. But then sometimes that parm, dude, I can't turn away from it. It's a guilty pleasure for me. Do you want to know what my sickest spaghetti behavior is? I'd love to hear it. It's actually... It's kind of dark. I am a SpaghettiOs hardcore, hardcore SpaghettiOs fan. In fact, there was an embarrassing moment for me when I first moved into my house where I took a picture of myself in my empty bedroom. 
And one of my friends pointed out to me that the only item in the room with me was a lone can of SpaghettiOs that I had up on a shelf. What? Because I bought a house and I was like, well, I guess my first night in my house, I want to eat SpaghettiOs. Holy fucking shit. That is, I, I appreciate you malls for sharing that very It's my trauma food. It's moment. my trauma. Yeah. It brings me back to like a real place. I can't eat Campbell's chicken noodle anymore because it just tastes like, I don't know, a bomb shelter. But yeah, that SpaghettiO juice when it hits my throat, unbelievable. Um, yeah, uh, the, the gnarly parm though, you could keep that, speaking of bomb shelters, there's no milk in it. There's no nothing. Um, no. What is no, it? No, it stays good forever. I don't know what it is, but you know, and you know, you're talking about like being being young and cooking for yourself. You'd make that spaghetti and then you'd throw it in a Tupperware with with the sauce and the noodles together and just like kind of mixed up. And then the next day, you'd go to reheat it and the sauce has like seeped into the noodles. The no, noodles I'm have not absorbed an the sauce. I don't eat. I don't eat like that. Oh, okay. Well, but, I do. okay, I did. so you did. Okay, so you get the yeah. sock. Then you heat then you heat it back up the next day and you fucking shower it with this cheese powder. And it's like you're not bummed. You're happy. You're really you're comforted. Did by you that. ever do a little I'm comforted refresh, by the thought of it? A little refresh on the sauce, a little extra like yeah, teaspoon yeah. or two just to get the sauce Yeah. Wet it a little bit. Reactivated. Yeah, it hasn't all soaked in, but it, some of it has soaked in, but there's still sauce in the thing. There's sauce there, and then you just load it up. You just just cake it with that right. powder cheese, and you're enjoying it. You're loving it. Uh, okay. So wait, can I just point something out? It feels like, so we're yeah. not seeing a lot of Josh in this. Josh does show up on the Facebook page. There was a uh, hilarious prank that was, I guess, going crazy viral for them where he is, um, it's a prank. And he's doing VR poolside. Okay. Oh my God. And she decides to, I don't know, I guess she plans a romantic dinner for him. And so she and her friends are like setting the table for this romantic dinner while he's playing VR feet from them. So the comedy bit, you know, the I love Lucy of it all is that they're passing pies around him while he's doing VR. It's basically he's replacing the the laser lights that a ninja would dive through. So anytime yes. he's jerking around, they're like, oh, how do we negotiate this wine? He can't know we're setting up this dinner. The, the premise of this skit is very thin. But ultimately, right. the punchline is that he pushes her into the pool because he's surprised uh, that this was going on. So that's like Josh pulling the weight. One thing I'm noticing about this sketch is that it seems like Lisa's sister's in town and she has never done one of these videos before. And yeah. Lisa is an expert improver at this point. But we've got yes. our sisters just, you know, first day of Improv 101. Yeah, there's there's multiple takes here, definitely. Do you think Josh had to show a condo in Hermosa Beach that day? I and honestly, so he was like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Right. Maybe he had to like get his uh, license renewed or something. But right. should we skip ahead right. a little bit to like when things start to get really spicy in this before we hit a little bit of the salsa video? Okay, let's jump in where they're where they're. Where they're dumping on the noodles. I would never want my guests to go hungry. Okay. 
so pile them on up there. Piles of noodles. Just like that. And at first, wow. at first, you're like, that's not enough noodles, but then they come with more noodles. Right. So there's this like abundance perversion. Where yeah, it's like, right. we've got more. And by the way, I think it would have been fine. It would have been meatball heavy meal, but I feel like the first round of pasta did it. I don't feel like this, because now you're running out of sauce. Now the prego isn't enough. Well, it's hard to know. And this is why you put the sauce on at the end, because the the noodles are on top of the sauce now. So you don't know what the, the sauce ratio. to noodle ratio is here. Yep. It's, it's, it's actually kind of triggering. Oh my God. She's done it on the counter and now she's got two wooden spoons and we are wooden. What do you call those? I mean, they have tea, the wooden forks. Right. Um, well, I would consider that to be like a salad, like a, some sort of yes. like salad tossing device, yes. like those large. I mean, it is in an Italian neighborhood, a Mediterranean area. I yes. like that she is. Sure. Maybe now I am believing she is Italian, but those do also feel like the type of um, like stray utensils a real estate agent would buy. Totally. And you know what? And it's kind of bothersome because they knew they were going to do this. And had they known they were going to do it, they should have gotten those little salad hands with the handles. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I love those. Actually, you know what? That's exactly what I need next. Those were huge when I was growing up. My mom had a great set of those. Yes. And that it seems like that's it's because it seems like a little cumbersome to have to kind of do this with these two wooden spoons that she's got. If she had the salad hands, she would whip it all right together very easily. Wait, can I tell you something? Yeah. Speaking of, because I just said my mom had a nice set of those and then I was just instantly oh. remembered something. So I did yes. a podcast today before this one where sure. the host basically like you go through, I guess like sort of like maybe important developmental literature. Okay. Her name is Sarah and the podcast um, is called, uh, uh, and what did we learn? T- and what did we learn? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. She had heard me mention that I grew up, uh, finding out about sex through a book slash VHS called Where Did I Come From? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm familiar. And she was like, oh, hey, BTW, like, while I was going over this, this whole fe- whole thing feels like a weirdo, like, grooming book. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I understood what she meant. Like, probably there was going to be some things I bumped on, but I didn't think it was going to be, like, you know, crazy. Yeah. Brian, in this book, they call boobs yeah. titties. What? Titties. They say you can know them by like a lot of different names, like bazongas or titties, but remember what we call them breasts. Uh, I don't, I'm Dude, just blown away. I was, because this, this is like a the, fucking sex. This is how I learned about sex was like, and by the way, they don't just teach you about sex. They're also like, oh, here's what happens when you get your first boner. Like this, this whole book is off the rails. Like it's like for kids who asked like, hey, um, 
how are babies made or like how did the dog get pregnant and like they basically are like oh yeah here's uh titties and what happens when you get a boner like it's insane <sighs> this is how i learned about I, sex it, am, am i okay it is ins- yeah it is insane and is it what is it about certain words that you encounter at a certain age that are just so triggering for you i have a real hard time and i know this is the clinical name with the with the v word oh vagina yes yeah i never say it i don't it makes me uncomfortable to hear it i don't know what it is something must have happened something imprinted on me at a time at a young age well here's where i have a negative association with that word sadly it's not a pretty name it's not a pretty word it's not a pretty word it also is like so clinical there was definitely i was embarrassed i felt uncomfortable saying it for a very long time yes the whereas the p word the p word is a pretty word it's a nice sounding word it's a soft word yeah it's also so dirty like whenever it, I hear it? a guy say that word, yeah, it's it ha- it leaves it. It's something about a guy saying that word is just so dirty to me. Uh, but what if a guy says what if a guy says the v word? That's worse. No, because it's at least like in a, like I feel like I've never heard a guy say it in a way that didn't feel low key derogatory. Like it's either sexually charged or it's yeah. uh, derogatory, but it's ne- never like a, oh, like here's something completely normal about your P word, right. you know? Right, right. Okay, I got Whereas you. Whereas I feel I like you. with like a penis, you can call it a penis uh, in a clinical yeah. way. But for the most yeah. part, I feel like everyone calls it a dick or something adjacent. Dick. Yeah, dick, dick is the go-to, yeah. right? Dick, yeah. Listen, okay. And by the way, Dick is like a businessman's name. So like that is the- That's my grandpa's name. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's yeah. my one of my favorite uncle's names. Okay, listen. Yeah. So this is the whole spaghetti thing. It's a nightmare. Sure. Let's go to the salsa yeah. video from Josh and Lisa. Okay. Because yeah. people are starting to realize once the spaghetti thing goes wide that there's- These people have low-key haunted us for a long time. I believe they were the originators of the- nacho island and this is right maybe this is i think one of their many steps into the nacho island okay let's let's check this out and i'm assuming you haven't seen the spaghetti video they just make a big mess it's just they dump hot pasta noodles on top of it all and they scoop it all together and it's disgusting and dirty right so yeah and if you guys they're gonna throw it away i assume i assumed you guys sorry i assumed you guys had put it together for some reason that's what these videos are is it's just a nightmare it's a food nightmare it's people doing exactly what you wouldn't do with food and it's so disgusting that maybe some people are getting off on it we don't know yet. and and there is there is you kind of brought this up before there is sort of a white privilege aspect to it where these disgusting people are ruining people's kitchens and they're throwing away all this food. And every day, all of us encounter human beings in our lives that are hungry. Well, okay. So imagine this. Imagine this is in a, what one would perceive to be a dancing on the poverty line to lower, lower, lower middle class, AKA the way that probably 60% of America lives. Okay. Yes. And you see, uh, 
someone in a humble home that maybe has different optics. Like maybe they are just as capable of getting a clean counter, but they have children. So like there's like, you know, clutter in areas or like maybe things that people could perceive as dirty. We have to remember these people are doing this in what looks like an empty home. They're trying to sell this home when they're not spreading spaghetti everywhere and ruining the counters. So like, yeah, uh, no, it's a different, it would feel different. Yeah. It would feel a lot different. It would feel different. And it would also feel like I, I feel like because we expect wealthy white people to be this wasteful, it doesn't feel like as much of a sin as it really is. Whereas I feel like if you saw someone who was, uh, you know, you perceive them to be from a lower earning demographic from someone who's, you know, poverty level. Yeah. You would be yeah. like, this is insane. You're just trying to get famous on the internet. You're only doing this to get famous. But when you look at this, you don't think, oh, they're trying to get famous because you're like, oh, they're rich. Why would they need to get famous? That's a really good point. It's so layered. Yeah. Okay, let's watch them make nachos. Same counter. They're dumping paste picante sauce. Nightmare. Salsa. Chunky. Cool. Chunky and... Look, I haven't had this paste salsa in probably 30 years, and I noticed they fucked up and got the green mild. They should have gone for, at the very least, the the yellow medium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the yellow medium is the paste to get. I haven't had it in a long time, and and much like the powdered Parmesan cheese from their last video, I kind of want some, some Tostitos or whatever, grocery store chips. And a big jar of this salsa, and I want to fuck it up for dinner. Let me tonight. tell you That's about my eat. real life, Brian Beckner. This is about yeah. to happen yeah. to me. So I gotta go yeah. gluty free. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm I'm flirting with probably having to go get a full blown test done. But yeah, I'll be real with you. Anytime I don't eat gluten, I feel better. I have some rice chips coming to the house probably next. Yeah. I don't know, forty five minutes or so. I might have to hop yeah. off to address the chips. But I have some Lundberg rice chips. I've had a jar of Tostitos salsa rotting away in my fridge for the last month that I'm dying. I'm going to deep throat that salsa as soon as we get off of this. Are you going to, now the Tostitos Tostitos jar is a dippable jar. So if you're like me, you're going to be just going straight out of the jar until that shit starts getting on your fingers. And then you're like, hey, why didn't I fucking put this shit in the bowl in the first place? Well, you know like, me. why did I go this whole time? I'm the portion no. control queen. We talked about this right. on stereo. Small plate. Okay. Like yeah. small plates. Yes. I fuck with the ramekin. So I'm probably yes. going to put that shit into a ramekin. But salsa is the one thing in the universe you don't have to portion control. You can like eat, you know, it's yeah. 25 cals for it's, a yeah, serving of no salsa. Calories. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why aren't we just you, you, drinking you salsa? You portion out the chips. Yes, exactly. Heart. It's uh, for heart stuff. Also, acid reflux. That's why we're not eating yes. salsa like that. I get it. I understand. Uh, okay, let's play. Oh. Just the whole container. So, do you know that, like, charcuterie boards are kind of going out of style? Right. They're not that fancy anymore. No, and when your friends come over... Wait... The fact, are they calling charcuterie chuggy? They are. 
They are. That is absolutely, first of all, yes. Charcuterie boards, I guess, made it to middle America. I'm sure they were always there, but there's been this huge renaissance. I think a lot of people just found out about charcuterie boards over quarantine. A lot of people can't say the word. Right. Charcuterie. Meat and and cheese board. Charcuterie. That's fine. Meat and cheese board. But- like when you're putting like crack, like you know, just like Cracker Barrel squares out with the Ritz cracker. <laughs> yes. Of course, yeah. that's going to be over sooner. That might be a little bit chuggy, but nothing like a little prosciutto, a little yeah. brie. Oh, a nice come on, a nice uh, seeded cracker. That's never going out yes. of style. Are you kidding me? Some little, some Dijon, some uh, some local honey, Cornichon, three cheeses. Three cheeses. Oh, oh you fuck. put a cornish on, on? Malls. dude. I am in with the Armenians. Okay, they let me go to their grocery store, and I say let me because I know that there's people that they don't give a pleasant experience. Last time I went to the Armenian grocery store, you know what happened? What the girl kept talking to me in Armenian, and I was just like nodding, and I was like, you know, doing whatever, going through the motions, and then she like said yeah. something to me, and I was like, uh. And she kept saying it over and over again. And she goes, She thought oh, you were Armenian. I'm sorry. I thought you were Armenian. And can I tell you? Yeah. I hate to That's say it. Feeling. It was an amazing feeling. Same thing as when oh, I great. lived in Koreatown. Finally, year in, someone goes, thought- Oh, uh, how Korean are you? Or something like to that effect. <laughs> oh, well, like you're Korean, I, right? I go to I go to one liquor store occasionally to get to get my lotto tickets when it's like 400 million or whatever it is like it's right now don't don't judge me and every time i go in there they speak spanish to me you buy they're lottery not they're, tickets? They, i don't i don't like regularly but if i drive by and see that it's like hundreds of millions of dollars I have a Christmas then i go idea why for your girlfriend tell her to reach out to me scratchers no way better okay Annual There's rumors that you guys are going to stereo together. Annual lottery ticket. My mom used to get them for my stepdad for Christmas. You buy an annual lottery ticket. So you pick the numbers. And you buy. This is what they do for mass lottery. I don't know if they do this for Cali lottery or not. But you get a slight discount for buying basically a $1 ticket for every day of the year. So every time the lottery is pulled, you your numbers. So like my mom would do like, you know a number from her birthday and a number from my birthday right. and like whatever. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying, yeah. I'm thinking you got an annual lottery ticket. I'll go. I'll well, go. No, because these. I don't, I feel like a loser when I, if I play and it's, you know, it's like $20 million because no one wins the lottery, by the way, it's your odds of winning the lottery are almost exactly the same, whether or not you buy a ticket, take a minute to process that. Right. But so it's a stupid thing to do, but it costs two dollars. Can I tell and you though? If I see it, you should yeah. never win the lottery. You are like one of the. You're on a short list of people that I would say this person should never win the lottery because I don't think. It, oh no! I think it would ruin your life. No, it wouldn't. But here's why: I'm old. I don't need a lot. I'm not. I'm past my drug years. That's the mentality that's going to get you in trouble. 
I don't need, I don't, I don't um, covet luxury items. No, but that's the mentality that's going to get you in trouble because people are going to be like, well, he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't need that. Like, go hit him up. Why can't he pay for your minivan? He can't that's buy true. you a fucking minivan. He doesn't do drugs. Oh, he I'll doesn't buy designer I'll buy everybody a minivan. Right? I know. Me too. I'll buy, I'll buy everybody Dude, a minivan. Dude, I'd be hosed yeah, in a course. year. I absolutely. Elon just fleeced me. So- Yes. We're not talking about that loser anymore. Okay, so let's go back no. to salsa. Oh wait, so you guys were getting your lottery ticket. You, they think you are what? Oh, they speak to me in Spanish. Every time I go in there, they speak. They'll speak English to whoever's in front of me, and then when I get to the line, they speak to me in Spanish every time, and it's all all different people that work there. So they definitely. They pick up on your emoji vibes. Guys, we were dialing in on something on stereo that I think is interesting. And I want to know what you guys think. So my friend Brian Beckner, co-host of this show, obviously rounds up. And we haven't discussed this particular theory. This is what I was thinking today. Rounds up. When it comes to emojis, when you are, are between shades, I say you round down. I say you go with the lighter emoji versus the darker emoji because it's safer. But when you I ra- try, I try rounds, to play accurate. He, he rounds up. Yeah. I have announced that as a as a bit for this podcast, I will go to Sephora. No, I told you. Okay, first of all, this was my idea, and I told you you should yeah. not do this because it's going to be yeah. blackface, and I'm not going out yeah. like this. <laughs> no, I told you we I, should shade a match your. We should shade match your emoji, not your stereo yes. emoji. I'm talking about the emoji you go loose with in the in the text. Okay, so there's only five skin tones on the on but the you emoji round down. palette. This is my theory: is that you round down you do not round up and this might be your larry davidism of the day like truly the fact that you think you round up on emoji color is insane no i go for accuracy no but you I are go not, for the thing you are not even that close looks- to that if you if you took a foundation that matched that emoji and put it on your face you would be arrested that's why, that's why i'm saying we go to sephora and we get my actual skin tone color from the Sephora palette. But how is that the, going to affect we get the, the emoji? No, what we need to do is yeah. we need to get the yeah. emoji color matched. And then we need to do, yeah. I'm going to say a side by side on your hand. I refuse to let you touch that to your face because I know it is way too fucking dark. <laughs> we are 13 okay. episodes in. I'm not Let's getting canceled. I'm trying to be Oprah over here. I'm trying to build a household <laughs> brand. I'm not getting fucking canceled over you doing blackface yes. over an emoji <laughs> argument. Which, by the way... You should round down. If you guys agree with me, shout out. Are you team round up or team round down on emoji? Because I think that you go down. I'm also not. I'm fully Asian on emojis. Like they have me with the palest skin and the darkest hair. I that's and I accept it. I say, okay, then if I'm if I have the Asian emoji, then I'm Asian, but I'm not going to go darker. I'll do I'll do a side by side for the trend lightly Instagram okay. between my but actual by the face way, and my go emoji. in the fucking sunlight. Yeah. Go in the sunlight when you take the picture. Don't do some dark bedroom shit where everyone's going to know that you're lying. So just do whatever you want. I know, I'm Actually, just, do whatever I know, you I'm want gonna go, and everyone will know you're a liar. I'm going to go in the light that makes me look the fucking best and the youngest. Okay. You think I'm going to go in some dark ass room? No, I think you're going to pull some shit to be like, hey, no, guys. No. All right. Well, I'm going to get a ring light. 
I'm going to light this face up. This is my money okay. maker. Oh, no, don't you do think a I, ring light because it's going to bring out, you're going to bring out some tones. You're going to hit it with some warm tones <laughs> or some cool tones. You need to go out into the goddamn sun, golden hour. I will. Yes. 5 p.m., 6 p.m., golden hour. Get your daughter so up as there. As the sun is your setting. Da- your teenage yeah. daughter taking photos of you so that you can prove yes. your emoji status, which, by the way, I feel, you know, I'm just saying, you know, you do have an important role in passing that down to your kids and accept an acceptance of. Oh, they know. They about, need to round do. they, down. Yeah, they know what to do. They're they're in the culture. Okay. okay. Are we still watching the salsa thing? Okay, so I guess let's just skip over the salsa thing. It's all a mess. It's all the same thing. So let's go to this girl, okay. Allie Baggett. She comes out on TikTok. Oh, my God. Hold on. I never watched the whole salsa thing. I just I just skipped ahead to the end. There's fu- They basically make a seven-layer seven layer dip on the counter. Right. There's black beans. Unbelievable. Okay, go on. What's the next well, thing? Well, I felt like there was also some real, like, uh questionable commentary around when she put jalapenos in oh really because she does she has a jalapeno carrot mix which one knows you know is popular in socal you roll up on a taco joint they're gonna have dude a carrot jalapeno you know i'm gonna you, you know i'm gonna take a fucking bucket of that when i go in and i'm gonna get a bucket of that shit and i warm up with it and i'll put it on my chip when i'm doing a little chips and salsa i'll do a little carrot jalapeno onion from the mix with the chip and salsa all in one bite. I'll do that several times. And they're being a little cunty about the carrot presence. And I was like, girl, you should be so lucky as to have some fucking carrot yeah, presence. We- yeah. Where are you from? Okay. Well, now I got to play it. I need to eat this. And then. Oh, here it is. Oh, wow. So this, this is for your spicy friends. This is for my spicy friends. Spicy this friends. This is for my spicy friends. That's illegal what they just said. They should meet you outside of Sephora with the cops. Holy this shit! Is this is for my spicy friends. friends. Yep. Uh, they, they don't. They don't have any spicy friends. By the way, that's gonna be uh, absolutely something that we do in the last segment of the show. This is for my spicy friends. That's going into the <sighs> thing at the end. Right. I have another one here too. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me let me let her finish. Cool though. And guess wow. what the last ingredient is? What is a chip dip without? Yeah, I mean, white people. Oh, my God. She put her hand in the sour cream. First of all, white people love sour cream. It's the it's the number one white condiment on Mexican food. Well, you would food. know as a mostly and, white person, wouldn't you? And she goes all in. And this is the fetish aspect of it that we're talking about. She goes on. She starts dumping it and it dumps out very easily. But instead, she puts her disgusting fingers and fingernails i didn't see her wash her hands no right in the fucking sour cream that's what that's because somebody's somebody's getting hard for well, that we also somebody's know, gonna ejaculate to that moment lisa doesn't have any friends coming over no she she doesn't have any spicy friends so ali baggett is a tiktoker who broke loose with this theory on the app saying that these videos you yeah. know they go crazy viral on facebook but They're probably serving some sort of fetish, and I agree. It's some sort of clean porn. Yeah, it is. It's a very, it's one of these fetishes that, like, you'd be so lucky to have stumbled upon a fetish like this if you are, you know, looking to make some quick cash and shameless. Yes. This is exactly what you're going for. So uh, let's go through her fetish theory. Um, I have five parts here. Everything will be linked in the description. So the salsa video, anything like that, we didn't get to see don't worry it's available you want me to start with number one 
videos fulfill a very specific um furdish adhd alley pointed out a certain kind of video which she believes are so we should point out that they can't say the word fetish because i think that gets you banned or down you know what do they call that when you it gets can't see you them? shadow banned shadow banned um, yeah. I yeah, it gets you shadow banned. So they have to like skate around words like fetish by saying furtish. We're later gonna hear yeah. yeah, some more of that. Okay. These are Edishve videos. That's Pig Latin. Anyway, I unintentionally stumbled across one of these videos when I tried to recreate the waffle iron pizza. Oh boy, did the comments let me know. <laughs> and yes. It does seem like an Edish Faye type of video, especially with the skin gloves. It was also pointed out to me that she is a part of Rick Lax's group who spams Facebook. And yep, there she is on his Facebook banner picture. I think this style of video is more popular on Facebook, but now it's spilling over into TikTok. I took a couple hours and investigated Banana U2's TikTok page. I'm they have a very... I'm Oops. Okay, so basically yeah. what she's saying is that these people are part of a collective. So this is like uh, yep. the way that Team 10 exists, right? But these are are adult white people in their mid to late 30s who yep. are part of a collective that are producing essentially some form of porn, fetish, this, fetish, yes. fetish material. Yes. And they, yes. all they do, all these people do are, they're so in tune with the Facebook algorithm. So they know that there's some type of guy out there, some type of person out there yep. who gets off on this yep. and they're mass producing this content. Yeah. They're, they're putting this out there for the BTKs of the world. Right. Because that's who gets off to this right. kind of shit. And it's once you know that, once you know what's going on here. The like before I'm like, oh, these are stupid. Now, once you realize what's going on, these videos are so fucking dirty, dark, dude. They are. Yes, they're basically dirty. snuff films. Yeah, they're filthy. Yes. But here's the thing, right? Filthy. As much as I watch them and I as much as I understand that there's something going on here that's like sexual or titillating or whatever, I don't know what it is. Me either. I can't I that's can't dial thing. in on it. So Let's yeah. go through all these like little clips and see if we can figure it out. Because as much as I watch, maybe the two of us, I feel like the two of us can figure it out together. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, uh, okay, let's watch this next one. You can fit all the chicken on there, so some of those like big kahunas, you know, that you get um, in the package, um, you just you have to like use your hands to get them, you know, all down. Yes, do you see that juice? You guys know these weird Facebook videos, right? Where the girl is always really nicely manicured and she's always playing food and it gets everywhere. Now, this is a very tame example, but I've seen some where they're literally sticking their whole hand in a jar of frosting to like ice a cake. I'm fully convinced, and you cannot convince me otherwise, that these videos fulfill a very specific, um, furtish, fit, mm. fear, fit, fit, mm-hmm. you know we get what it. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. Who knows with this freaking app these days. But I will never not believe that those videos are filling a very specific niche for some guy who's super into manicures and food. So that's one thing. That's one takeaway I got from that one because that's the one where they're like skewering chicken. They're like they're like taking raw chicken breasts and they're like sliding them down this. I don't even know what it was. It's like this. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like this aluminum sort of like bent rod. And she's pushing them down with both hands. She's like stacking pieces of chicken. And it kind of like gave me the the dude that's real into feet type of vibes. Right. Like maybe the fleshy material is. Yes. Okay. okay. That is actually real serial killer shit where they're like, okay, let me engage yeah. with you as I pierce through this fleshy material. Yes. Yeah. Like they, they really like that her hands are like pressing down on the chicken. There's something, there's something there to it. Okay. Let's watch the next one. Oh, this one's a Banana Loves You Too has had a TikTok account since 2019, but there's a huge gap in her videos and we don't start seeing the Eddish face style of video come out until March of 2021. So let me just show you some clips from her very first one in that style. I take it. I take it. There's people around. I spilled all over myself. Oh my, okay. Oh my God, there's so many people. There's so many people. Yeah, there is. We got to check. There's a line. She does that a lot where she'll want you to think the situation is real, but obviously it's contrived. Another thing you'll see is the hype man, the person behind the camera, way too excited about whatever is going on. I want to see how that works. Go do it. Yep. You have to really push hard. So let me see. This. Let me see if it's coming out. It is. Wow. See? More Nutella. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, more of it, more of it. Oh my god. So it's like slice it down the middle, slice it down the middle. Slice it right down the middle here. Wow. Banana loves you too. That was I like that she pointed out the hype man aspect where the husband or the boyfriend or the what, sister the partner. person too was doing it being like oh yes. yeah wait are you sure because that was one thing yes. i heard i kept hearing uh the person i've cast as a sister kept saying like are you sure and i was like are yes. you sure is such a uh it's such yeah. a uh teenage phrase you know like yes. are you sure like ooh, and it's 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 so porny. It's like those POV porns where the husband's filming it and he's fucking talking way too much. Like it's the same vibe as that where you're like, who is this person? Why won't he shut the fuck up? Like just let her make her fucking nachos or chicken or whatever. But that's part of it for the people that get off it's on this. They like need the humiliation because like she's yes. checking in with someone being like, oh my God, is everyone looking at me? Like that. Yes. That feeds into it because he says yes. And someone at home's like, oh, God, I love it when people look at her yes. out in public. Humiliated. The dirtiness of it. Yes, because it's like the excess because it's like gluttony. Right. So it's like, oh, yes. I love this gluttony. It's uh, f- playing into maybe the feeder aspect. Maybe it's hot because they're slender and conventionally attractive, well manicured, well groomed, hygienic. Like, I, that's the thing that I cannot drive home enough is that these women are highly manicured and highly hygienic looking. So hear me out. Is it, does this play in to the whole, like, girl next door, but freak behind closed doors, the, the, uh, the, the Madonna and the whore complex that some men have that they're looking, that they're seeing this woman who's very, who's generally very put together. She's wearing a sweater. She has jewelry on. She's her hair's done. She looks nice, but she looks, she looks very proper. She could be a soccer mom. She could be a realtor. She could work at the bank, but then she's doing something and it's kind of gross what she's well, doing. One thing I want to drive home is something that these women all have in common. And I I hate for this to sound judgmental because I am one of these women myself. But like there's they all give a severe childless vibe. And it's. Yes, they do. They all and have they this sort do. of like, you know, yes. I never had kids. I never did that thing. And it's almost like getting to watch the confident chick next door who didn't decide to have kids choose yeah. to burden herself. Yeah. Because, like, why would or you the, do this? Or- this is a humiliation that is meant for a mom that has to uh, provide for, like, a kindergarten class. This is not the humiliation yeah. that your average childless woman uh, who's married at 35, 40 does this is like it's very niche and i think that sense too also maybe it's possible that these women tap into the demo of like the milf thing but uh just have childless energy maybe that's possible but i don't know yeah i don't know if i know i get i i think you're you're onto something there because they do vibe 
that way. They don't vibe that they're family women. Right. Yeah. It, yeah they all have masculine energy, like myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. No, I do. I'm masculine energy. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to do you want to move on from that? Or are we buttoning well, that we, up? Or uh, let's play. Um, I think yeah. I think we need to do one more of these. The I think number four. Okay, is let's good. let's. Okay, wait, let's play let number four. Is this sure. the one where they wait? Is it is this make the, the punch? Sherbert? Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Yeah. This is, is the one we have this to is, play. Because number four. Number five. Number five. So um, this kind of gets into the. Dobricky, vlogosphere, vininess vibe that they have because it's very much they're doing a prank. They're doing something disgusting, but they're also pranking people here. And it's really vile. And I think these but people should be in prison. Pinterest adjacent. Like this is yeah. like still yes. for as disgusting as it is, we have to remember this has uh this has the levity of being a pretty craft for as disgusting as it is okay yeah i yes i get what you're saying okay let's see what uh let's play this one all right all right all right y'all been asking me for this one and like this one is so obviously fake perfect and it's so obviously like a Oh, you already emptied this. They're, for the audience, they're at a toilet and they've filled the bowl of the toilet with ice and a couple gallons of rainbow sherbet. Sherbet? Sherbet. sherbet. I say sherbet, but also this is a duet. So Allie is, well, sherbet and sherbet are two different things. They are? I think, maybe. But Mind So blown. this is Allie, yeah. the girl who figured out that this is a fetish, right? She's the... Uh, name behind it all she's duetting this these people making a toilet bowl punch they filled a toilet yeah. bowl with ice and now they're hitting it with some gallons of frozen sorbet yeah. disgusting here's great she's doing an upper decker with hawaiian fruit punch Sprite. Upper Decker. I don't know what an Upper Decker is. Urban Dictionary is your friend. Replace this. Replace the lid. That's important. Oh, here we go. Wow. So it starts. Oh, look, it is. It's filling up. Wow. The fuck is that? Gummy worms. And then they put in the tank was empty, right? So they filled the tank with some kind of liquid, like Hawaiian punch or something. Yeah. And we have this and guy then, going. Then when you it's filling up. Yeah, then they flush and the Hawaiian punch runs into the bowl as if you couldn't have just poured it on top. But you, you know, for the theatrics of it. Yeah. I'm yeah. just grabbing the sides of my head because like I feel like they definitely do they have this hooked up to plumbing? This is another thing that makes me feel like no. they're realtors because like who else would yeah. know about just a prop toilet like this? No, this is I'm getting a lot of Tarek and Christina flipper flop vibes from these homes that they're in. Yeah, because there's something they have access. Because like in my mind, I always say like my mom just broke into real estate. Right. And she's in this like age in her life where she's like having a real renaissance period. 
And I told her, Good for her. That sounds amazing. You have to like, yeah. you know, in in order to like get listings or whatever, you have to put yourself out there, right? People have to know that you are someone who does this. When I said when I said yeah. that, I was never telling my mom to fill a toilet with sherbet and Hawaiian no. punch. <laughs> like I never said That's like a, a way to get yes. listings is to, you know, make a punch in a toilet bowl I never said that so this is like interesting to me because I feel like some people they're like how do we get involved I think this content guy probably had them selling valuable like they went from wanting to sell real estate to now they just make porn for this guy with gummy worms and spaghetti yeah it's more lucrative right they don't they don't need to do all the paperwork they don't have to hustle they don't have to do those open houses and bake cookies and the whole I will sell this house today like Annette Benning from American Beauty like this is they just shoot this they put it on the internet and they and they're monetized and they're cash and so, checks you know they got an only fans one thing I want to say no well this is the thing is like the the point I kind of want to wrap up here is that there's so many adult entertainers, right? And sex workers who have been making yeah. money on yeah. OnlyFans, et cetera, over this pandemic. I feel like what we're going to see from the fallout of that not maybe panning out for 99% of people who signed up for that and are now facing the real world effects. I've started to see comments yeah. online from people who got up in the pandemic sex work of it all and are now starting to see those effects. Um, this is a way Mm -hmm. to engage in that industry in a way that let's say a lawyer slid a folder across the table to you and said, do you want to tell me what was going on in these videos on Facebook? Yes. You could say, no, they're wacky food videos. They're just food videos. They're just silly food videos. Right. But Yep. If you pr- and you can promote this anywhere, this can be on any platform. This speaks to like um, a big thing on YouTube back in the day, which they had to crack down on. And this is why uh, they took comments away from a lot of family YouTubers is because they started doing these Elsa versus Spider-Man fetish role plays. And they yep. would show up on kids YouTube because uh, it's children's figures right so this is a way to like bypass all the sensors but still be servicing a unique crowd unbelievable okay let's let it play go ahead and just get that in there get some ice in the pond yeah beautiful i love it so they're they've put it in those little plastic champagne glasses wine glasses and that million dollar house Oh my god, we're so the fake. bitches that so make fake. shit on your counter with oh, our no, hands. So. All right, all right, all right. so they served everybody at the party punch out of the punch bowl. And the and I would say that the crowd reaction was so fake as to convey that they knew it was fake. I think that's part of the the dirtiness of it is that everybody's in. Yeah. On Cause everyone's happily drinking this toilet water. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't like crazy. if not even knowing that came out of the uh, toilet. If you came to me with this fucking pink f- fizzy, mel- you don't like a melted gummy worm in your beverage no. at a party, Brian. Yeah. With, with with ice cream in it and you're like here have some punch i'd be like oh no thank you no for sure that's a hard no thank you no thanks for sure yeah, i'm out on I'm just that just gonna have a water i'm out that's, on that yeah that's when you have a water so malls 
big one of the biggest stories this week, the one of the biggest trending situations that I saw was someone who we've talked about in recent weeks quite a bit on this we show. We can't escape her. Like I was trying to not talk about people consecutively on episodes. Yes. Some stories do draw us in. Obviously, we ignore a lot of stories like world issues. We can't even begin to tap into that on here. Right now, we're just talking about no. like no. things that are moving the needle in uh, this space. And I have to say, I'm and shocked. Yes. Th- this has always been my problem with Chrissy Teigen is that, and I think I've talked about it. I know I've talked about it publicly quite a bit. I think I might've mentioned it on this show as well. I never agreed. I never signed up. I never raised my hand. I never, I never filled out one of those little raffle cards that you put in the, in the car, in the mall. I never signed up for daily updates on Chrissy Teigen and what she's up to. And yet I'm constantly bombarded with her hilarious Twitter feed and her, the, can you believe she said this? She's a model and she's so outrageous and she's married to John legend. And did you know they fucked at the white house? I don't fucking care. I've never cared. I've never been interested. And yet, all of my days are filled with more and more Chrissy Teigen information. Well, hopefully not for much longer. So for not anyone no. who... I think, I think that's going this away. This is uh, starting to wrap up, I think, for old Teague. <laughs> and this is honestly, yeah. it's very telling that this even got to this point. So basically, if anyone doesn't know, of all people to take Chrissy Teigen down was someone that I have stand. Literally, since the moment she stepped into the public's vision, I have supported this young woman. I am not surprised by what she has been capable of. Now, listen, do I take any sort of delight in the quote-unquote downfall of Chrissy Teigen? No. Uh, Chrissy follows me on Twitter, okay? Uh, I'm in. What? I think she follows a lot of people on Twitter. Um, But all all that is to say, listen... Courtney Stodden is someone I've been a fan of since day one. She is the, of course, child bride of Green Mile actor Doug Hutchinson. Her parents basically sold her off to Doug Hutchinson when she was 16 years old. Um, he is a mm-hmm. he was 50 C-list actor. He was 51 years old. She was 16. Uh, they had a very crazy up and down relationship. Obviously, this guy is a groomer and a gnarly dude. So she comes out in a Daily Beast article saying that Chrissy Teigen was bullying her for years. Um, and I think those like tweets have surfaced where she's like, you know, hey, Courtney, like kill yourself, whatever. But what we found out and what I think really moved the needle on this story was that she was also privately DMing. Courtney Stodden. Now, when this happened, it was 10 years ago. Chrissy Teigen probably would have been about 25 at the time. And I did so much edgelord shit in my 20s that it's really difficult for me to fully be like, no, absolutely not. I would never do that. I will say I don't think I ever told maybe while I shat on certain children, not that I can even think of, but I'm going to give myself some grace there. I have no memory of a place in my life when I would have ever told a child to kill themselves, let alone directly. So this is like, 
I mean, I think we can all pretty much universally agree that this was a no-go. Yeah, and it it was it was beyond because it wasn't like a flippant, oh, go kill yourself, bitch, or she's a stupid bitch, or whatever. It was a, it was a campaign of hatred. It's one thing to go ham on the timeline. Like I used to tweet Donald Faison yes. every day for years. Telling him that I wanted to about his tiny teeth. No, I wanted to write a. I had a TV pitch in mind for him that was just a joke pitch called "Perfectly Phase On." It's basically like the Mighty Ducks, but he's a lawyer uh, that has to like go back and teach kids how to like, you know, get out of potential trouble. Lawyers, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. so perfectly Phase On. I was pitching him on the regular. Um, now that's fun because it's not really. It's not, it's whatever. You can tweet at people it's, and it's not a big it's deal. Not it's not mean. It's not mean. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Robert Herjavec, who I have been mean to, I called him a little bitch. Oh, I've yeah. said very cruel yeah. things about Rob, Robert Herjavec. I never, t- I might have told him yes. to kill himself, but I would have never DM'd privately a billionaire and said, hey, why don't you kill yourself? It's also a different dynamic. You're punching up, Malls. You're punching up in both situations. You're not punching down. And that is... That is what bullydom is. Therein lies the you, difference. by definition, are not able to bully Robert Herchevik, who's a who's a very short, very rich white man. You can't. So it's just but you if can't. You're KFC, you can play both sides of the aisle, right? You can punch up right. to Tiger Woods and then punch down to Old Malls. Exactly. So exactly. Chrissy Teigen and, oh, yes. writes an apology. And we've done some apology analysis on this show before. Should we anal- analogize or analyze this apology really quickly? Um, yeah. Do you want me to? So here's the first tweet. Not, not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past bullshit in front of an entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I am ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior. But that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. Well, you did make it all about you. I mean, the entire first tweet was about yourself. Oh my God. Not a lot of people yeah. are lucky enough to be held accountable for all of their past bullshit in front of the entire world. The most passive aggressive way to start an apology to a young girl you told to kill herself. Like as a mother, I would think we could come in with yeah. a better intro, but we can't act like this is the first time Chrissy has been called to the podium to make a statement about what she has done. Like, this is, Chrissy's regularly called up to the front to explain what she did to the class. So, this is where I I fall with her being dropped from Macy's and Target, where she has very lucrative partnership deals. She's been dropped by both of these people. Target was quick to act, huge, you know, in relation to Macy's, who I believe let go probably due to the pressures of the last couple days. Brian, I'm going to say it. This is not her being yeah. canceled for what she did to Courtney Stodden, although I am so happy that Courtney will have the glory of being that person in Wikipedia history. Um, right. This is because she pissed off someone at Target and they were waiting for 
the next opportunity to her for her to fuck up. That's has to be yeah, what her, happened. Her, her cookware probably wasn't selling, and she's and I've heard this from many people. She was probably difficult to You've deal heard with. This from people and yeah, I've heard it. Do and podcasts. And it wasn't worth it to her, to them, to continue this relationship. It just wasn't, it looked bad for them and it was an easy out. They weren't, they weren't looking to salvage the relationship. If- Take for instance, another big, so, someone that puts their name on a lot of products, say the Olsen twins. Right. They are such a big brand. That whoever carries their target, I don't know where they sell their stuff, but whoever carries their lines, their endorsed products. When Mary-Kate went to rehab for pills or whatever, or even when maybe she was tied to the murder of Heath Ledger, the suicide of Heath Ledger, they did not pull- I mean, the maid did call her Yeah, they did not pull her from Walmart, right? Um, No, she, Walmart, she's, she, they're too big. They're just, it's- too much of a cash cow. It's just, it matters too much. When every sponsor dropped Tiger Woods, Nike hung in there. Yes. Because they knew. So that's the, that was the point I was going to make too. And I, I don't know about Kmart with Martha. Maybe they rejoined her on the yes. other side. But I feel like there are brands throughout history where they will say, okay, we're going to, no, we stick by this person despite that. And they did yes. that with, I mean, listen, there was, been pressures on dropping Chrissy for years I would say most notably Pizzagate so we feel like okay these people probably at Target they lean left if they're like getting all these letters from people who think that she drinks adrenochrome in with Epstein on the you know by the way speaking of Epstein that's our next story but yeah it's um the Chrissy thing is is uh, honestly it's surprising, and I hope that for at least three weeks Chrissy can stay off this podcast because she's been um, between you know our jump, our first episode. I think she quit Twitter, rejoined Twitter. It's it's a lot. Yeah. So let's move on to. She can't stay out of the. She she's going to be around. She can't. She's addicted Another to it. One of she needs this Epstein's attention. Epstein's alleged uh, bedfellows, Bill Gates. Interesting. Malls. I mean, this is. Do, I need to know. Did you hit? Does Bill Gates that? fuck? Yeah, yeah that was a party burp because Bill Gates turned yeah. up. He is fucked up. Okay, ready? So I didn't. I yeah, always yeah. assumed that it was just a lot of propaganda. It was a lot of movement around this man for no reason. He's just, he's so brilliant. How could you not assume that he's up to something, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, he's so um, meek. And that's, you know, a lot of times that's why these guys come off like that with his sweaters. You know, he's always wearing all those sweaters. And I figure, oh, he must be cold. I, he's, you know, I these gave him the, pussy guys are real cold. The, all the time. Uh, yeah. Mr. Rogers benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I did. I don't know. I just didn't, I never really thought much of him. And then when he was getting a divorce, the last thing I thought was that it was because he needed it so bad that he needed that he was he was sexing strays left and right. He 
now we're learning he was forced out of his chairmanship at Microsoft because he, he was tr- trying to hump the girls around the office. He's a, he's a horny old man. I know. Bill it's Gates. It's so disappointing, too, because I know that he was, you know, very obviously very close with his wife, Melinda. I was going to say he's very close with his wife, obviously. I did not know yeah. that she was sniffing around in terms of potentially a divorce. This is what the QAnon people have been waiting for. And sadly, this I is know. the thing that's not this is where they're going to be wrong because they thought this was going to be a feds uh, swooping in, yep. arresting everyone. No, it turns out that this wife finds out that he has a creepy association with Jeffrey Epstein she starts sniffing around yep. for a divorce. She's thinking about leaving him. She's probably known about his aff- affairs and uh, transgressions throughout the years. Um, sure. It's just it's it's a uh, it's kind of crazy that ultimately part of that is true about him. It's just sadly not going to go the way the QAnon people wanted. We I don't think we're stuffed full of microchips. You're definitely not because no. you're anti-vax. Right. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm, I haven't been chipped by Bill Gates and I haven't done any sex with him. But I imagine we're going to hear from people that have boned Bill. I know. And by the way, I know we'll never die because I don't know that he's like a predator the way that like Harvey Weinstein was. But I was tortured for like right. maybe a year and a half about the state of his penis because you remember when in court they revealed that he had a a situation downstairs that looked like melted yeah. candle yeah. and i yeah. you know as a a person who moves about the world um but is also a very curious you know insatiable type, i am insatiable when it comes to knowledge i wouldn't have been able yes. to sleep at night if i hadn't known what happened to Harvey Weinstein's penis I swear to God, yeah. if this goes to court, if something that he did goes to court and we find out about his penis and we don't find out after the fact, like if this guy doesn't go to jail, which he probably won't because he has money unlike Harvey Weinstein could ever imagine, we'll never yeah. know about his penis if there's something weird or wrong with it. No offense to deformed <sighs> penis people. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything weird or wrong with it. I picture it being real pink. And uh, having not not quite Peyronie's disease level curvature. Oh, but he's got it's got it's got like the banana cut uncut situation that some girls like. Cut uncut. Oh, he's cut. Bill Gates he's definitely is cut. cut. Where's he from? Oh, he's okay. definitely cut. Hundred percent. I I could I I would be stunned. To learn that Bill Gates was intact. 6.5 I just, I cannot picture it. No. Oh, that's pretty good size. No, I'm thinking he's like in the fours. 5.5 cut. I'm thinking like four. I'm thinking like 4.85 No, that's tiny. Come on. That's micro territory. It's not, no, micro's like two inches. But Bill's still serving something. Come on, four? You think so? Like in the fives? Well, actually, Average size? No, I feel. I don't know his background. I think average is like five and a quarter. So I could put him right in there. Five and a quarter. Cut. Very pink. Curved Five up. and a half hard? Yeah. Ugh. Rough. So 
I found us a little uh, fan fiction. Malls, are you a size queen? I'm not a size queen. I just like, am, I've realized over my adult life that I must be attracted to people with larger than average penises BD. because I, not right. even BDE, like that's once in a, you know, that's once in a blue moon you find a BDE running yeah. around. But I would say for the most right. part, yeah, I would say for whatever you just said, small. Four. Four point, yeah, that's that's below Paltry. average. That's below so, average. Four point okay. eight five. I found a little uh, fan fiction. You called it. You said malls. We got to do a fanfic. You sent me some Wattpad links. I go to my fave archive of our own. I feel like the weird yeah. shit lives on archive of our own. The very uh, sincere shit lives on Wattpad. But yeah. I found this good. Good point. You're well. You, you're found the expert. This piece called Untitled. In parentheses, Bill slash Steve Sock- Stockholm syndrome, by yeah R R S Adele, R Sadel, R Sadel, my favorite writer. Oh no, R Sad L. Oh, okay. What do you think? Maybe R Saddle. Could be. Let's get into this. I'm going to start reading it to you. Because we've got some, okay. we've got a, a, a juicy thing to wrap this up with. Okay. Okay. Here's how it begins. It was disconcerting at first and frightening the way that Steve did everything for him. Steve dressed him, undressed him, fed him, bathed him, sponge baths at first, and real showers when Bill started to get used to it. <laughs> what is it? Can you enunciate, please? And real showers once when Bill started to get used to it all and cleaned him up when Bill gave him when Bill gave up hope of Steve ever letting him use the bathroom to relieve us. Wow. It starts off strong. A lot of times these things are like recipes where they build up. There's a, just a lot of shit at the beginning before you get to the fucking. This one gets right to the dirty stuff. All right, all right. Oh, my God. Okay. Steve fucked him, too. That was almost worse than everything else put together. It wasn't his choice, but Steve made it so good for him after a while that he started to get hard at the first brush of Steve's fingers against his ass. <laughs> Honey, I can't. Okay, okay. After a while, though, he started to like all of it. I'm Patty Hearst, he thought when he first realized that. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's captive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had he had a dude. sudden image of himself in a bank with a gun. It sent him into hysterics. He cried and screamed, and Steve came in to comfort him. That wasn't what he wanted. <laughs> he wanted out of this Stockholm syndrome hell. Steve wrapped his arms around him and whispered softly to him, something soothing and meaningless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Bill struggled against it, fighting not to accept the comfort. Steve pressed him down against the bed, pressing him deep into the mattress with his weight. Stop it, he said, mm-hmm. brushing Bill's hair back from his forehead. This is Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs doing this. Of course. Stop it, he said, brushing Bill's hair back from his forehead. Stop it. He, kills, he kissed Bill's cheek softly. You're okay. No, Bill struggled trying to get away from Steve. No. 
but Steve only pressed down harder. He grabs he grabbed Bill's wrists and held them down against the bed while the rest of his body held Bill's bodies down. Bill's body down. I mean, this is kind of hot. <laughs> yes, yeah. Steve crooned. Yes, yes, of course you're okay. He started to kiss Bill, pressing his lips against as much of Bill's skin as he could reach un- around Bill's twisting. You're with me. I'll take care of you, Bill. You don't have to worry anymore. No, Bill protested, but weakly as Steve let go of his hands mm-hmm. and began to stroke he his now always naked body. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hot. He makes He's him naked he keeps all his... the time and he can't relieve himself. Yeah, he keeps his sub naked. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, I'm picturing this. Well, I mean, Steve Jobs was obviously a dom. I mean, anybody could tell. And I'm picturing him in his light colored dad jeans and his, of course, black turtleneck and his New Balance. But I'm picturing him as the hot Michael Fassbender Steve Jobs. with And Mike, Michael Fassbender, we know he's dicked up because he's shown us before. So it kind of like it makes it a hotter story, I think. Absolutely. Yes. Steve's mouth began to follow the path of his hands. Yes, he said. Sucking at Bill's neck hard enough to leave a bruise. Yes, he said. Biting Bill's shoulder. You know he's kind of got hairy shoulders. He's got those hairy old man shoulders, for sure. Yes. Yeah, he has like white swimmer man. totally. Like, you know he swims. Totally, 100%. Yes, he said. Licking the sharp points of Bill's nipples. Yes, he said, mm-hmm. dragging his lips down, down Bill's chest. Yes, he said, wrapping his lips around Bill's cock. Yes, Bill finally said faintly. Yes, and then stronger as Steve's mouth and tongue began to work on him. Yes, until he was nearly shouting it on the edge of orgasm. Yes, Steve said, his mouth full of Bill's cock. And that really did make Bill scream. I don't feel like Bill's, whatever Bill's got down there has ever been described as a cock. Usually you got it, you're pretty dicked up if you're calling it a cock. No, not even Melinda called No, that. never. St- Steve, Bill half sobbed, half moaned. Yes, yes, Steve said, touching Bill gently now. He moved back up Bill's body and shared the taste on his tongue with a deep kiss. Ew. Is that better, he asked between <laughs> kisses. Are you okay now? Bill made a small whimpering sound in the back of his throat and Steve chuckled. I know what else you want, Steve purred. Stay still and I'll let you have it. He lifted himself off Bill slowly, making sure Bill wasn't going to move. He moved again, dragging his cock all the way up. Oh my Bill's God. Body. Jesus Christ. He's going to mouth fuck him, Malls. Call, call the Pope. That's a good boy. Oh, that's a good boy. Steve crooned no, as he pushed disgusting. his cock between Bill's lips. You're so good. He brushed his hands over Bill's face. You're such a good boy. He pressed one finger into Bill's mouth beside his cock. Good, Bill. Good. And Bill really was very good. Once he'd stopped resisting so much, Steve had taught him to suck cock. Oh, my God. He had been delighted. Oh, my 
at how fast Bill caught on. His breathing began to lose rhythm, and while he continued to touch Bill's face, he lost his ability to speak. (laughs) Bill was very good. He didn't choke when Steve came, even on his back with Steve's cock halfway down his throat. Well, that would be hard not to choke from, I'm guessing. Steve stayed where he was while Bill treated his cock to soft swipes of his tongue. You're so good, he said. That's disgusting. I am revolted. Oh, my God. He slowly drew his cock out of Bill's mouth. That was what you wanted, wasn't it, he crooned. We're overusing the word crooned here. Crooned. Oh, my God. Like, it's Frank Sinatra. Exactly. Wait, that should be one of our things is realistic Bill Gates nipples being suckled by Frank Sinatra. Okay. Steve rewarded him with a... Oh, no, I read that already. Uh, Oh, Steve rewarded him with a deep kiss. Good boy, he stroked Bill's cheek. No more panicking now. He procured cuffs from the bedside table. Now, hold on. Procured makes it sound like you ran out to the store and, and got them. You don't procure from the table. You just take them. He snapped them around Bill's wrists and attached them to the hooks on the wall. Oh, he's got a sex dungeon. Just a reminder, he soothed. Well, where do you think he was being cast? Like, no offense, Four but seasons? like context clues. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. He bent and trailed. Well, I mean, no. You know where he was? He's like at one of, um, he, you know, um, Deus Ex Machina movie? Ex Machina? Yeah, of course. The, um, um, that's, where they, that's where they do their dirty sex. Is that like layers that are like out in the Norwegian countryside? He turned out the light when he left. Bill was with nothing left with nothing to see, nothing to hear but his own breath. Oh, because Bill's a gimp. Nothing to taste but the last drops of Steve in his mouth. Nothing to feel but the cuffs on his wrist and the air across his skin. Steve came back to some indeterminable. But wait, Steve came back some indeterminable time later. With a candle in one hand and a plate in the other, he kept the plate above Bill's line of sight. Oh my but he god! Put the, this is this is hot. Spiritual. No, this is so hot. But he put the candle on the table. Steve knelt on the bed, careful to keep from touching Bill's body. Were you good? Bill couldn't yeah. hide the adoration in his eyes. He hoped the low lighting would do it for him. Yes. Steve's lips curved into a smile. Good boy. He brushed his finger against Bill's lips. Open your mouth. Bill's lips parted. Such a good boy. Steve crooned again with the crooning. He pressed his finger in and let Bill suck on it. When he took his finger away, he pulled Bill's mouth open. He pushed something else into it. Something that was fleshy and soft. Bill bit down and flesh and juice flooded his mouth. Bill! Peach. It was sweet and juicy and he welcomed the return of sensation. This is called aftercare malls. The other half of the piece went into (laughs) Steve's mouth. Steve's mouth. He ate it with the same look he had in the last moment before he came. He let the juice run down his fingers and wrist and... When he bit down on the next piece, 
he bent down and fed it to Bill in a kiss. No, that's disgusting. Wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Bill took in the fruit and tried to deepen the kiss. But Steve, okay, wait, actually, yeah, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates uh, kissing a, a peach, that's definitely a, a, that's definitely a prompt for our next Food bit. sex. Greedy, greedy, he admonished. Please, Bill's plea slipped out. Steve placed a soft kiss on the edge of Bill's mouth. Open, he commanded. He pushed the fruit and fingers between Bill's open lips. Oh my, the fingers! A small sound escaped from Bill's throat as he sucked the juice and fruit from Steve's fingers. More, he pleaded when Steve took them away. Steve smiled down at him. Yes, more. He chose another slice of peach from the plate. He bit into it and took half for himself before pushing the other half in a Bill's mouth. And that's the final. That's that's it. It's, I mean, this listen. is the hottest one we've done. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm blushing, (coughs) but I never saw Call Me By Your Name. Neither did I. And I know there's a peach involved in that. Oh, so this is some Chalamet Army Hammer thing. But I'm wondering, I, so I think that like in Call Me By Your Name, and I might be wrong here because I tried to look it up because I was like, just give me the spoiler. I'm not going to watch this fucking movie. Yes, me either. Um, I think. Army Hammer jizzed in the peach, Jesus. and then Timothy Chalamet ate Disgusting. it. Like he was using the peach as a flashlight. Disgusting. God. Maybe I wound up on the wrong side of Tumblr once again, oh. but it, I will say that yeah, I believe that's what happened. So, God, this brings us all to our Balls. finale. Trigger warning. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, what? You never like? You never did that? No. I've never fucked oh. a peach. I've never eaten a peach that's been fucked. I don't incorporate food into my sex play. It does feel uh, inappropriate. Yes, it's disgusting. It's inappropriate for family. Yeah. Okay. So I saw this week that everyone who bought a t-shirt from this t-shirt company is starting to get their t-shirts back. Oh yeah. This is something that popped up over quarantine. Yeah. It's a shirt. It's a shirt. It's a website called Nice Shirt Thanks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you. Do I think we're going to get uh an email saying that we're being deposed in a class action lawsuit from the artists that work for Nice Shirt Thanks probably. Oh, let's hope. From my understanding, this is a website and I'm going to I'm going to patronize this website for two reasons. One, because we're going to be Oprah. And I did ask you, you know, when we first started this podcast, I said, give me 12 weeks to like really bust your balls and like to say, you know, mall's world, mall's rules. Don't worry. I'm going to try my best. Yeah. We've built up as much as we could. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, let's go into this next phase. Okay. Nice shirt, thanks. The way it works is you send them a description of a shirt you want. You sign up. You say, I want a long sleeve. Mm -hmm. I want a customizable shirt. You can even send them a picture. Like, let's say you wanted to have 
your dad incorporated the picture. You could send them a picture of your dad and they will use that art of his face and they'll put it into the image you want. So this is highly customizable. They also have a long sleeve white t-shirt. Um, the average, the the regular standard order that I'm seeing a lot of people pull on this, and I want to also get your, I, there's a reason why I'm, I'm dragging this out. I want to get your gauge on this. Okay. So the customizable, the average customizable shirt comes in your standard range of sizes, but we're going to order, I think maybe four shirts okay. based off of various things that we've talked about today. Yes. Because the app, the, sh- the website works like this. You send them a little blurb like, hey, I want like an, an example I gave to Nicole earlier, my producer. I said, you know, like gathering of the juggalos, but they're all chipmunks. Right. You can send them something like that and they will send you this shirt that an artist has done. Now, they work with artists. From my understanding, these artists make like five, ten dollars a shirt tops. Mm-hmm. They're probably very underpaid. When I was a freelancer, this is exactly the kind of thing I would have done. I would have bled for this sure. website. It's a good gig. <clears throat> so we have to pick our size T-shirts that we order. Are we thinking the safe place if we give away two of these odd, uh, two of these T-shirts to our audience? Maybe three, maybe all four. Yeah. If we give these away, should we go with? XL, 2XL, should we do some large, some XL? I would say, what should we I do? I would say two large, two XL. Or, or. Two large, two XL is a good call because I like to get a large and then have the um, tailor fit right. it to me. I wear a large, but I feel like I'm on the smaller end of most guys' t shirts. You could, but some some guys are skinny and they wear a medium, so you could do, and also the ladies, you could do a medium, two larges, and an XL. I, th- I think you couldn't go wrong either. Two larges, two XLs, or one medium, two larges, one XL. Okay, so we'll do a little variety pack. Yeah. Okay, so. We have to come up with descriptions from the stories we talked about today. We can also, I think, pull from canon. And so I was almost thinking canon, meaning what we talk about in this podcast. My first suggestion is White Claws, Making Out, Golden Tea, Cottagecore Style, No Words. Oh, okay. So that's, that's the description you would give them and then see what they come up with. That's what, yeah. Yeah. So we give them that description and we see what they come up with from that. I like that a lot. So I like that because it's, we're giving them basically our motto, right? right? Take with that what you go, we like white claws, we like making out golden tea. Cottage score I like because it's like a, a uh, nod to Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, I didn't get that reference. Cottage core. Cottage score. Cottage core is what, like, what you call, like, you know, those girls that, uh, that love T Swift. You know, those, those girls that, like, are very quaint in their, uh, cabin. Right. And they, they like, like, lace and knit. And, mm hmm. Yeah. They like to knit. They like crossword puzzles. Yes. Yeah. That's cottage core. Got you. I got you. Okay, so we're going to do that. Just to, That's the telly shirt. Okay. 
Okay. So another idea from this episode. Yeah. We got to do something. Um, we got to do something like a food spread across a chest. Yeah. Or should we do. Well, I mean, like, what's the Tegan of it all? Should we do Courtney Stodden beating Chrissy Teigen in celebrity wrestling? What it? Well, I don't know. I don't know how gross. I don't know where we want to go. But we could. I don't know. No, I mean, go, go crazy. Say it. We could have Courtney Stodden. In an evocative pose with her legs open on a marble countertop with an entire spaghetti meal laid out between her legs and Chrissy Teigen with her hands tied behind her back eating her way toward Courtney Stodden and her open legs. Okay. So at the, I can promise you won't do that. because it's going to be yeah. difficult to see if I can fill it. At the very least, I can probably get us Courtney Stodden open-legged on a marble tabletop with spaghetti yeah. meal between her legs. I, mean that, I can yes. probably get us yeah. that. Spaghetti meal could, I love, could, by the could, way. Yeah, spaghetti meal. Could we also, could we maybe get Edish Faye incorporated somehow? Okay, caption... Oh wait! Oh wait! Okay. Or, okay. Courtney yeah. Stodden. Okay. Uh, spread. I'm trying yeah. to get down. Yeah. Spread. Do you think Eeg is? Uh, do you think if I said spread Eeg, people would know what I, I mean? Oh man! Just E A G. Spread Eeg. Yeah. Spread. Spread Eeg. I don't think so because on on marble counter. Because these are gonna be mar. These are gonna be Bangladeshi. Graphic designers. No, they're not. These are these are like uh, two white boys in Ohio in their basement. Oh, okay. Then yeah. Yeah. Spread. Okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll get the extra ease. So okay. Courtney Stodden spread eagle on marble counter with spaghetti. Yeah. Between legs. Yeah. Uh, what's the caption you wanted to do again? Ed- oh, oh. Um, Edishve. Edishve. Yeah. <laughs> e t. Uh, fetish. Okay. E T I S H. Uh, Faye. Yeah. Okay. We could also go with okay. loose beef, Courtney but that's a little Stodden, too crass. Courtney Sodden spread eagle on marble counter with spaghetti between legs. Edish Faye. Amazing. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So I'm adding that. Yeah. To the cart. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. So I guess apparently mm-hmm. I'm going to have to use, I'm going to have to put these all in tomorrow because they can only take a certain amount of orders per day. Oh, okay. So oh. I'm going to put these in tomorrow. Okay. And by the way, I'm going to have them shipped to you because now that I know you have uh, office hours, yeah. you can fully, you can fully mail things out. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> what if we do Bill Gates and Steve Jobs competing no, wait. Okay, okay. Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs. Yeah. In peach eating contest. Oh, I like that. 
caption, this is for my spicy friends. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. I also like uh, I also like last drops of Steve. Okay, wait, last drops of Steve vaguely threatening cuz yeah, we can add yeah. in a uh Well, can they can can Bill Gates can we can you put ball gag in there? Okay, Steve Jobs with peach ball gag? Yes. <laughs> yes, but Bill Gates would have the peach ball gag. Okay, okay, okay. Steve Jobs putting peach ball gag on Bill. Okay, yeah. putting fastening. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> peach ball gag. This is this is the fun of the writers' room to Bill Gates. Yeah. Uh, okay, Steve Jobs fastening peach ball gag to, uh, wait, peach, should I, fruit peach, should I say peach fruit? Because I want to make sure that we don't get a peach ball gag. Oh, peach colored. It's no. like just peach and color. Yeah, I think they would know. Steve Jobs fastening peach fruit ball gag to Bill Gates, last drops of Steve. Amazing. Aggressive. Amazing. Okay. Okay, so then we needed this is for my spicy friends. So I'm thinking for this is for my spicy friends. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Hmm, this is for my spicy friends. So what if we do um a man being rejected from Sephora for a racist color match? Oh yeah. And- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I like it. I like it. What about okay, guy Using emoji uh-huh. too dark for his skin tone. Right. Rounds rounds up. Phone. Or or uh this is for my spicy friends. This is for my space spicy friends, aka never round up. No. Okay. I think just this is for my spicy friends because it's loaded. It is. It really way, is. Right? Yeah. Because he's saying I'm reaching out. I'm doing uh, like the way you do, you oh. know, like I'm inc- increasing my melanin in this emoji. No, no, no. What do you mean the way I do? you know you're one of my spicy friends. The way friends. I do. The way you do. The way I do. Yeah. A color <clears throat> well, match. Well, it's just what I've witnessed. Yeah. A color match. I'll make a, a color match. I'll, I'll do a side by side on the trend lately. Once I can get a golden okay, hour Okay, so shot. we've got three. We've got Courtney Stodden spread. Okay, no, and then we also got White Claws making out golden tea cottage core style. Yeah. No words. Yeah. Basement bar. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. We should have a, I mean, we should have them make a, uh, a basement bar tea. But wait, okay. So we got White Claws making out golden tea cottage core style. No words. So that's just going to be all art. Yeah. Then we've got Courtney Stodden spread eagle on a marble counter with spaghetti between her legs. Edish Fay. Edish Fay. Then we do we want like I wish we could say like uh add in a style here, but we're running low on characters. Yeah. Okay. Steve Jobs fastening peach ball gag to Steve to Bill Gates. Last drops of Steve. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Guy using emoji too dark for his skin tone. This is for my spicy friend. Oh my I'm telling God. you that last it's that last one. one's gonna get it rejected. You think so? Um, I hope not. Yeah. I mean, listen. So when these t-shirts come, of course, we're gonna photograph them. We're gonna put them up on our Instagram. We'll probably be talking about them for as long as this podcast goes. But Definitely. we're gonna be giving away at least two of them to you guys. I'm gonna be doing varying sizes, so we'll have like, you know one two x one large we'll figure it out but we're gonna order a variety i'm gonna send them to brian brian will send them to you uh and this is gonna be great you guys thank you for listening to trend lightly this was a a longer episode but i'm thrilled about it it's fun very fun all right um we'll be on stereo today at noon if you're listening to this the day it came out if not we'll be there on friday tune in and become a super become a super fan of both of us so that you can get your your questions played first yes please and then also we are um going to be i forgot what i was going to say before stereo cut off trend lightly after show I don't know. I was going to say something I said. Stereo after show. Then I was going to say something. And then you jumped in. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? Stereo after show too. Uh, listen. Just be following us. Yeah. We're going to keep being here. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Miles and Brian is hosting the show. Trend, trend, trend lightly. Giving you the stories that you need to see. And you know this ain't no TMZ. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a solid listen podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on patreon.com slash solid listen. Find us on Twitter and Instagram under Trend Lightly Pod. Send us submissions and feedback at trendlightlypod at gmail.com. And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music. Welcome. You've got the digital folklore. Monsters lurk in the shadowy corners of the internet. Our darkest fears peer back at us from the depths of the web. We can all... Hey, holy... Hey, Linda Blair. Are you all right? No. Can we maybe do this a different tone? Hey there, I'm Perry Carpenter. And I'm Mason Amadeus. On our podcast, Digital Folklore, we explore monsters, memes, and everything in between. Looking at our digital expressions through the lens of folklore, we break down the stories and communities we create online. And we try to make it a lot of fun. The show is presented in an audio drama style with a narrative and soundscape that's designed to draw you in. We weave insightful research and expert interviews with humor and storytelling. Come check it out. Search Digital Folklore wherever you get your podcasts.